Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people. On the Talk of Muncie, WMUN, All Kinds of People, hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz, getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana, in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Good, good morning, everybody. Welcome to WMUN and all kinds of people at the Woof Boom Studios. And I am delighted to have a Muncie native with me, Julie Metzger. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm quite fine, and I so appreciate you making time to come down to the studios to do a little chat. Thank you. Happy to do it. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Um. You, like so many of the guests, are a Muncie native. I am. So I wonder if you would just back up just a little bit and talk about a few of the activities that maybe you and sisters got involved in. Not a lot of details, but before you headed sure. off to high school sure, and sure, did sure. some other things. Uh, well, I, uh, uh, I grew up with my uh, sisters and my uh, mother and uh, father and grandmother um, on uh, here in Muncie on the south side, grew up on 11th Street, West 11th Street, uh, and uh, my sister and I, I have twin sisters, she and I would, we went to Forest Park Elementary School, have great memories of, of elementary school, and then Wilson Middle School, and, and then on to Southside uh, High School. Was there ever a time when the twin and you represented each other to fake Well, there might have been a time or two that, that <laughs> Not going to pursue that, that. Yeah. thank you, uh, but just was, curious. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always fun being an identical twin, so uh, we could fool people back in those days, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, She's great. Yeah, yeah. She's great. <laughs> um, you jumped into what I would call an incredible journalism career very early, <laughs> as in um, certainly prior to going to school mm-hmm. as a reporter. Yeah, I was I was uh, uh, at Southside High School, and um, in fact. Uh, early on recognized that I really liked writing, uh, although I thought I would for sure go into accounting or something like that because my mom was a bookkeeper and, uh, you know, that was the family business in a way. Keep track <laughs> so, of those budgets, thank you. Yes, yes. right. So, cool. uh, uh, but, uh, and had just great mentors in my teachers at, at Southside. And I, I want to say, well, you know, in fact, someone that we all know and love from Ball State University uh, Marilyn Weaver was a high school teacher back in the day, uh, and uh, Buffy Greaves, also a, uh, a mentor of mine, is still in town. Um, both of them at, worked at Southside High School, and uh, Marilyn came in and was recruiting people to write for the yearbook. Oh, um, okay. That's and so I, I started. So I I went over and uh, and started working at the at the yearbook and became the editor there and. And uh, one day, <coughs> Buffy um, said, hey, they're hiring down at the newspaper. You should go apply. And, and so I did. Larry Shores was the editor at the time, and um, I had the great privilege of being able to get in the newspaper business really early. So I was 17, junior in high school. You know, th- 
these are the apprenticeships or internships that we want high school s- students to have these days, and they, they, don't, they don't start that early anymore most of the time. But that really helped carve a path for me because I walked into a room full of college graduates, and for the first time I, it occurred to me that I should do something after high school. Maybe go do something else. Absolutely, absolutely. And, that, and that, that's what really set my path. And, and it's something I talk about today you know, with students that some sort of post-high school experience is so important. Um, and you never know where that's going to lead you. And for me, it, 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 <coughs> it led to just this really wonderful career in journalism. Uh, and I was uh, mentored by women in that newsroom. Uh, you know, I had gr- strong women in my family, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I, you know, Jeannie Ruddick was a great friend. Uh, um, uh, later on, you know, Donna Pinnacuff was in that room. Uh, uh, it, you know, there, it, just, it was just filled with, with strong journalists. And I stayed there uh, through college. And uh, you know, didn't want to give up the opportunity to. Uh, first of all, you know, once we start earning, w- once we start making money, we don't want to stop, right? And sure, so, sure. so we did that, Thank and you. it really helped. It helped me get through college. <coughs> I mean, that's what helped pay for college. And um, uh, and I stayed there for five or six years. Um, actually, I think I was there. Uh, yeah little longer than that because at one point I decided it was time to go back to school after I was out in for three years <coughs> I decided to go back and get a master's degree and and I joined this brand new spanking new program called C-I-C-S. information communication <coughs> sciences yes CICS I was covering a Ball State trustee meeting as a as the education reporter and someone came in and started talking about this really cool program <coughs> and um, and so I I really had my eye on that and um, that program was not, as we both know, both being colleagues there, not directly related to anything journalistically. Not at all. Not at all. And yet you dove into it. Yes. I was really mm-hmm. interested in the technology behind the program. Uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. of course, this, this was – back in those days we were talking about this thing called HTML. and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, HTML. you know, things are just kind of laughable now. I, had, I did have – I mean – I knew that that you know local area networks and you know things like this and that really I didn't know how it would, it would affect journalism and I felt like I would stay in journalism but I wasn't convinced you know I knew there were other things always been really interested in lots of other things and so that that was a wonderful program that I that I uh, went into and um, about that time my uh, the big decision I had to make was whether I wanted to leave the newspaper and I uh, I had an opportunity from uh, the uh, uh, dean of the, the the first dean of our of our college of communication information and media Earl Kahn he Earl was the Kahn. chair of the journalism department at the time and they were looking for a, someone to come in and teach on a one year contract and I said how about me and so I taught for a year back then and uh, and went to grad school while I was teaching yeah okay and then let's talk about jumping around <laughs> <laughs> nine different newsrooms Indiana Ohio Vermont Louisiana. Um, editor of three of those papers, publisher and CEO of three others, yeah. for during that time, I guess, I think a little unusual for a woman, but you certainly did set the pace. And with, yeah. within the same company, they certainly valued your expertise enough to move you around to help establish all these other papers. What was it like constantly jumping into a whole new environment? knowing 
it was on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I loved it. It was, it <clears throat> was change is, um, for me, invigorating. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it was, it's liberating. Uh, you know, you go, every time you go someplace new, you know, you don't carry the baggage of the last place. You're an unknown quantity. I always saw that was a great challenge. Uh, and I, I mm-hmm. wanted to live in different places and experience different cultures. And uh, uh, at the time, this was a company that, that I could do that with. Uh, and so six months after my graduate degree, uh, I had gone back to the newspaper after I finished my graduate degree. But six months later, uh, joined Gannett and, uh, in a little newspaper in Chillicothe, Ohio, as the city editor. And the funny thing is that uh, the managing editor who hired me really loved the fact that I had taught for a year because I would be working with reporters um, who were had their first job out of college. Ah, okay. And so that, you know, I mean, so already things teaching. start to kind of sure. line up. And I, and, I, and I knew, I felt like I would want to teach one day at a university, but I wasn't quite sure, you know, what that would look like. Um, but just kind of stayed on that path. And so, yeah, I, I, I was there for uh, two or three years. Um, and um, it was the kind of thing that uh, suddenly people... You know, when you when you work in a place where you kind of grow up, yeah. you, you're yeah. really not, you know, seen as someone who's much of an authority of on anything. But going to a new place, you know, suddenly people ask, "What do you think? And what do you want to do? And yeah. how would you treat this?" And I I just soaked that up. And well, so, especially yeah. when you have the title of editor or CEO, <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably do ask yes. that. Uh, well, so I, you know, I, I got to spend some time in, in lots of different wonderful places, places who, uh, you know, I, I would, would never have gone otherwise. And, uh, of course, was married by that time to my husband, who also grew up in Lindsay, John Metzger, uh, yeah. and was a big part of all of this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're with Julie Metzger, and uh, we're going to pursue this career path along with some Gannett Awards and a few other things right after this break. Stay tuned. This is WMUN's All Kinds of People with Dr. Joe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to All Kinds of People. And we've been talking with Julie Metzger this morning, a Muncie native who had quite a career with the Gannett newspaper folks, nine different newsrooms across the country. And Julie, we left at the break talking a little bit about that, being... Uh, a woman in a leadership position as you went from paper to paper, and Gannett was very good about that. What are some of the memories of that when you, I mean, when you start talking about going from an, a paper to paper, you've got to meet the staff and help rebuild it. And yeah, so absolutely. a lot of that was on your shoulders doing that. Well, I, I worked with some just remarkable journalists, uh, different okay. parts of the country, uh, and, and always managed to uh, do some really wonderful work not not so much for because of me but but because of the staffs and the the talent that was in the room you know my job largely was to sort of harness that talent and get it directed uh uh, i had to put out a product all the time absolutely absolutely nothing like putting out a you know a daily a daily newspaper and i give so much credit to the to what's to to the work that's still going on which is not easy uh is more difficult than ever and frankly more important than ever uh, but it but I, I, I really got to live in different parts of the world 
uh, or parts of our country, I should say, and 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 I, and I loved every every bit of that. When I was in Louisiana, um, and I thought I, I actually went from Indiana to Ohio to Vermont, and uh, then back to Ohio, a little uh, community, Marietta, Ohio, which was just a lovely community, and that's where we had our first child. And then suddenly it was like, well, it's time to get closer to family, and so so uh, that brought us back to Marion, Indiana, and we really felt like we were going to be there for a while, um, uh, and, and now, we're, now we're home, right? But, but uh, you know, I met, I met a, a person at a, at a conference who really uh, um, felt like I'd be a good fit in, in Lafayette, Louisiana, and so we decided to sort of take this <laughs> left turn. Pack up the family. Yeah, so now we've we got two kids uh, at by this time, and we actually left and went to South Louisiana, which turned out to be a remarkable experience. Um, nothing like living uh, in, in a place so culturally rich. Um, and uh, and you know, we went. I went you know, alligator hunting, and, <laughs> and we did. We did. We, we we covered we covered great stories about the environment and conservation, and uh, uh, you know, because we were sort of there in the marsh country, you know, uh, uh, and, and lot, lots of, r- really reminded me of how important the environment is to our, our lives. But still missed home, missed family, and when the opportunity presented itself, came back to the Star Press as publisher, uh, which is where I started my career as a copy clerk um, decades before. And so I was the last publisher at the Star Press, uh, and this was in 2005. Um, uh, the the the, the in, t- t- a month after I got here, Katrina hit in Laf- in Louisiana. Okay, okay. And so uh, uh, we we came we we were here and selling our home there, and, uh, but really needed to be back home because uh, we had a lot of family reasons to to be here. So we were super excited about that. And you know, again, change, right? I mean, it it just it's ambiguity is the essence of life in so many ways. Yeah, not not really knowing what what. What, what's ahead, what's right around the corner, but, but doing it anyway. When you talk about change, both of us have been involved at Ball State and in media. And when you say you were the last publisher, <laughs> it's kind of like saying I was the last person at a newspaper that is no longer. <laughs> well, they reconfigured. But they reconfigured yeah, everything. Right, reconfigured. And, and what's, what's your take right now on what's going on with that reconfiguration? Across the newspaper industry. Well, I, I think uh, uh, you know media in general is is still. I mean, I left in two thousand eight, went to the Indianapolis Star uh, for a while before joining Ball State. But uh, you know, it, it's an economic collapse, and uh, and it, it happened rapidly. And then and then, you know, I would say over the course of like two or three. Maybe up to five years, it, there was a lot of uh, a lot of cutting and and eliminating high level positions, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know we can const- we continue to see that today, and it's 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 really hurt local communities. We we essentially live in a news desert, despite the fact that there are media, uh, right, okay. so many different media okay. organizations around here, uh, and and I give credit full credit to uh, organizations that are trying to fill that void. And and the work that's still going on at the newspaper. I mean, they don't have. You know, there were 200 people in that uh, organization when I came, and 
you know, there's just a handful of people who are local now. Yeah. And they're, they're, you know, really doing the best they can. And, um, and, but this, this being said, I, I do think that, that local communities have to support local media if they, if they want to continue to I totally know what's going <laughs> what's happening in the world. I it's a really that, important thing. I hope that support continues in one way or another. You know, there's a couple other things that you've been involved in that I know you're very supportive of, and I'm curious to know a little bit about project leadership, and and then also you coming across the Indiana Youth Institute, so I shouldn't throw two things at once, but project leadership? At project leadership uh, is an organization that's goal is to get students to and through uh, p- some post-secondary uh, training. Um, it was It's an organization that originated in Grant County wh- uh, while I was editor at that newspaper. Uh, it was, and, and and when I came to Muncie, um, I uh, uh, I was on the Chamber of Commerce Education Board and Education Committee, and we really saw that a need for identifying um, more students locally who would be eligible for 21st century scholars. Okay. And okay. Uh, and so uh, worked with the Ball um, Brothers Foundation, who really were the ones to support bringing project leadership also to. Grant County, and so now it's or to Delaware County. So now it's Grant Delaware, and we also serve Blackford County. Uh, these, this is the organization that leverages millions of scholarship dollars for our kids uh, in this community, our high school students, to go to college for free. And we probably have the highest rate in the state for really? doing absolutely, absolutely, because it's about signing up. That is so, and wow, and that's, that's largely what cool. the work at Project Leadership is. And then. Indiana Youth Institute, another little project of yours on the side. Yes, I, I'm the Delaware <laughs> County representative at the uh, on the board of directors uh, at the at the Indiana Youth Institute. Uh, I'm the chair elect. Uh, Phil, this was a, ro- a position uh, that uh, um, uh, Charlie Sursa he- held, and um, and I think and I think I think Will Davis was on the board before that, okay, so I follow okay. some really big shoes to fill uh and i suspect you'll fill them quite well when i when i joined the board we were looking for a place to to have uh, this new thing called state of the child and these were sort of town uh, town hall kinds of updates on what the numbers iyi is an aggregator of data uh and they put together all numbers that reflect uh the state of children in indiana so for example how we rate in food insecurity or poverty those kinds of things, uh, and and so we have an event every year, and we just finished this one uh, last week. Uh, our latest, our sixth consecutive state of the child. It just helps inform uh, decisions that you make. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I love being part of that. Anything youth oriented, I, I I really tend to support. Um, I gather that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you still have the Metzger Group in action, and as we wind down today's talk. Share a little bit about the Indiana Waterways, which I think has a, I call it a grand opening this weekend. Well, the Jay Metzger Group, uh, Jay for John and Julie, uh, is a a company that we own that um, focuses on publishing and uh, 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 strategic communications. And our latest project, Indiana Waterways, is a 230-page uh, coffee table book uh, with paintings by five Indiana plein air artists. That exhibit opens on April the 7th at uh, uh, 
Minatrista Oakhurst. I hope everybody can go check it out. It's a companion piece to 100 paintings. Uh, it really brings art and conservation together. I'm sitting with the book, everybody, and I will tell you all it's worth drifting over to Minatrista and check this out. And Julie Metzger, thank you for stopping by the Wolf Boom Studios and sharing a little bit about what is clearly a unique, remarkable career in the journalism path. And the Metzger Group, still alive and well. Thank you even better. Thanks, Jim. Join us again next week, everybody. A shout-out, by the way, to Kim Morris and Steve Lindell, both for 30 years of incredible on-air service. This is Dr. Joe saying have a good week.